Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops. Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Hello and welcome to Dwayne's World. Great to have your company wherever you might be listening. It's midday madness time. It's Friday midday madder, so it might be a little madder than normal, but great to have your company wherever you might be listening around this beautiful planet of ours. Dwayne's Wood for Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things at Brick Lane. You can find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops, and we're here for Athena Home Loans. Be rewarded for your loyalty at Athena Home Loans. Midday madness is for work locker, Karen Downs and Packard, and work for wherever you work. And the number is one three hundred. 736-736. Anything in the world of sport you'd like to discuss, we will get you on for the next two hours. So one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Give us a call. You can send through your texts as well on the forty winks temper text. Put this number in your phone as well. O four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. That's for the all new temper T E M P U R Temper Pro. Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here. Temper mattresses like no other. Got a heap of stuff to give away today. As always, a bit more in the prize cabinet because it's a Friday. We've got a few Signet Boost power banks to give away, valued at forty-four ninety-five. A Signet Boost power bank will keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered at twenty-four-seven. We're going to have a chat to Liam Duggan from the West Coast Eagles later on. Lockie Ash from the Giants, but that's all later. Also, I want to address. Well, I started this week talking about the fact that I think the AFL is wasting February. I think the AFL should be using February, should have a longer AFL season, and I think it could be starting this actual AFL season in two weeks' time. We could have trial games this come, one trial game this coming week and then start the season in a week's time. Ken Hinckley weighed in yesterday, which was nice, and Ken Hinckley thinks there's a way we should have a longer season, a 25 or a 26-game season. And we should be playing in February as well. So I'll, I'll address that a little bit later on and play what Ken had to say yesterday. We had such a full show yesterday, couldn't quite get to it. One other thing I want to get to straight off the top, and take your calls on anything you'd like to discuss. That's the beauty of Midday Madness. You call, you get on, anything you'd like to have a chat about, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Wouldn't mind having a chat to you. I haven't seen this filtering into the AFL yet AFL juniors but tell me what's happening at your junior club or your junior league wherever you might be listening to this around Australia um, we've seen in the past this push for junior sport to not have a scoreboard so just playing for fun not to win the game and I get that I get it okay I don't necessarily agree with it but I get it and I understand why it is I think it's almost a protective mechanism against the parents more so than for the kids sometimes, but yeah, I get it. Okay, no scoreboard for really young junior kids. Just let them enjoy the game, and that's fine. I'm with it. But how far do you want to go? How far is or is this ever-changing world going to go, moving in maybe the wrong direction? The politically correct, protected generation is one thing, but how protected do we want to have our kids? Because resilience is an asset you also need to learn as a kid and it comes in handy later in life when you're an adult. Rugby league, junior sport, not sure if you've read these stories like I have, but been following it the last few days. Rugby league and junior sport, a psychologists have pushed to have no grand finals. So no winner and no loser for the season. All but one league has scrapped finals for kids aged 12 and below. So this is for kids aged 12 and below. 
all but one rugby league league in New South Wales has scrapped finals for their kids' competitions aged 12 and below. Research saying that competition's not good for young kids. It's not good. And I'm not a psychologist or a doctor, so I don't actually know. But I find this really hard to believe. So protecting kids from or shielding kids from disappointment, from the feel of losing, that disappointed feeling, and therefore also you're protecting them and you're depriving them of the joy of winning. So to me, it's well, the joy of achieving something with a group is huge, I think, for a kid, I reckon anyway. But your thoughts on it? one three hundred seven three six seven three six. This doesn't seem like protection to me. It seems like deprivation to me, depriving kids of the joy of achievement, uh, depriving kids of the joy of one of the great things of team sport, and that is getting together and winning something. Yes, it's protecting them from losing too. So your thoughts, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you want to jump on the line, send through your text as well. I'll read a heap out, 0433981116. That open line brought to us by Werribee Kia. The EV9 is available to test drive now at Werribee Kia, and you can give them a call as well, or drop down and see David, Janan, Aid, Jim, and the whole team at Werribee Kia. Got to take a quick break, and I'll come straight back to your calls on this. Is it happening in your league? Have you seen it coming to the AFL? Are you listening to this show through New South Wales and it's happening to your league? one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Midday Madness, your call's next. Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops. Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Right, your calls and your texts on this. We've gone from no score in junior sport to now in New South Wales Rugby League, no finals in junior sport. You're not allowed to have a winner and loser for the season. Your thoughts on it? Luke in Marimbula. Welcome to you, Luke. Um, yeah, mate, I've got a nine-year-old son, Lenny, who plays in, obviously, the under-nines. Um, he, well, the majority of the kids that play anyway, I think everyone would know that they all know the score anyway, so that doesn't matter whether you put it up on a scoreboard or not, but at the end of the day, the way I see it is, I think the kids get more out of losing anyway. Like, I think that when they know that they've lost, they learn something from it. It actually teaches them life skills. I mean, if we keep covering these kids up and keep cuddling them, and I know it's the new age thing and all that sort of stuff, but you're going to have more defeats in life than you have victories. It's as simple as that. And little things like sport can help you develop those skills to be able to cope with it. Now, no one wants to see anyone get flogged by 200 points, but... At the end of the day, having it up on a scoreboard is not going to make a difference because the kids know the scores anyway. So I just think that at the end of the day, I think it works both ways. It's fantastic when kids can actually win something together and the feeling they get out of that and the accomplishment. But also, when you lose, it's teaching your losing skills as in life skills. So I think, it's, I think it works both ways. Yeah, an on-field um, backside kicking by an opposition team uh, is, is a good learning experience. I agree with you. And I, I had a... You know, I've had it in my own kid's life. Obviously, my son, um, you know, not achieved or not got something he deserved, I thought, when he was robbed. And uh, at the time, as a parent, you just have to shut up and say, okay, well, can he learn from that? And that's the, that's the ability. Sometimes things just aren't fair. Sometimes things just don't work in your favour. And the ability to be able to cope with it, learn from it, move on from it, it was a huge part of the learning experience of being a kid, I reckon, too. Paul in Adelaide, welcome to you, Paul. You got a thought on this? Great to have your call. In SA? Um, now, I agree with the last caller as well, and with you. Um, I'll give you an example. My son plays soccer here in Adelaide, 
uh, and he was under 11, and they had this thing of you can only have a maximum score showing in the scorebook. And they were a pretty poor team, and they lost by something like 24 goals to, to nil. But the scorebook said 9-0. That was the maximum. Yep. Um, every, every player on both sides knew the score. The coaches on both sides knew the score. The parents knew the score. And the worst part is when you looked in the scorebook on the app for the uh, Federation, they had 9-0, but they had one of the opposition kids that had scored 13 goals. Yeah. And you're like, well, how can you be 9-0 and then score 13? So everybody knows what it is. I think we're just pandering to the minority yet again. And they, they do learn a life skill. Like I said, they knew the score. Um, and they were, they were the most disappointed. The kids were the most disappointed. It wasn't the parents, it wasn't the coach. The kids were the most disappointed. You can't hide the score. They knew exactly what it was. A lot of text coming through exactly saying the same, Paul. The kids know the score. So it's the first thing they ask about when they come off the field. I'll read a few of your texts shortly, but we've got a full board of calls. So I want to get to as many calls from you on this as possible because this was a surprise to me when I read it a couple of days ago. Tim from Summary, welcome to you, Tim. Yeah, good day, Blaine. Look, I, I agree with the last couple of guys. I think we're just um, actually hamstringing the kids, not, not encouraging life skills, but... I think a lot of it comes down to the parents too. I mean, whenever, you know, as, as a kid I lost, dad, dad, you know, said, well, you, you can't win everything in life, but then use that as a motivator that if you don't want to lose like that next time, you, you put in that, the hard work and, and then maybe next time you might lose by a small margin and you keep putting in the work and then when you do get the win over that tide eventually, you can see that hard work pays off and... You know, this, this is stuff that the, the kids need, need to learn. And, and um, because you go for a job interview, you're not always going to get the job. And, and kids need to learn to, to deal with stuff like that as, as they go through school. Yeah, Tim, I'm agreeing with you. It's, it's bamboozled me. And again, um, you know, if you, sometimes when you lose unfairly as well, when, you, when you're robbed, when it's wrong, something, something that is not right has happened to you as a kid, uh, and you know that that wasn't the correct call. Sometimes realising that life ain't fair either is a nice little lesson to get. Now, you don't want it to happen all the time, but sometimes you just got to realise, hey, sometimes life is not going to be fair on you. And, yeah, the coping with disappointment is one thing, but also the depriving of kids of the joy of winning. It's one of the great joys of junior sport. And I, you know, I won a few flags as a junior kid playing for Paraka. They're still some of my best life memories. Wayne in Frankston, welcome to you, Wayne. You got a thought on this? Yeah, good day, Dwayne. How are you? Good. I'm Dwayne, I, I run the Frankston District Basketball Association and, and we won't be following the recommendation from New South Wales based upon some clear data that we've got from the parents and the players that it's in their best interest long-term to build resilience in a winning and losing capacity as your other callers have clearly articulated. And later in life, they need those skills to be able to adapt to the, the challenges of life. And some of the kids can't adapt and they take their own lives. So um, I'm one to advocate for building the resilience. And if it's through sport, then that's good. We won't be adopt adopting any of those sort of, uh, you know, the stuff from New South Wales at all. Appreciate your call. And if you are having problems, of course, make sure you call Lifeline or 
give your local medical professional a call if you are finding and experiencing problems in your life. Keep your calls coming. one three hundred seven three six seven three six is the open line number for Midday Madness, for Work Locker, Karen Downs and Packenham, Workwear for wherever you work. Mark on the Limestone Coast, welcome to you, Mark. Yeah, cheers, mate. I, it's been really interesting listening this morning. We've gone from enhanced Olympics for people <laughs> wanting to win to no scoring for kids. Look, yeah. um, I, when I was a young fellow, I grew up in Queensland and I played uh, school rugby league and so long ago, it used to be three points for a try, not four points. That's how long ago I used to play. And during during the season, I played for Bigger Awarders Primary School and we played against Southport and they absolutely flogged us. I'm talking like 44-0. We played Labrador Primary and they flogged us. I mean, it was like 30-something nil. And it really it got under our skin, all of us. And, and later in the year, we knuckled down. And in the last two games of the year, we played Southport and we beat them 15-5. Um, our captain, Paul Pask, missed every conversion. We scored five tries to one and we flogged them. Then in the last game of the year, we took on Labrador, who were going to play in the finals, and we beat them 5-3. We had to hold them at the line. They got two or three sets of tackles in a row and we held them out for the final siren on one five three and I I still to this day as a as a man in his mid fifties remember that was such joy, you know? So anyway, uh that that's they're just looking at you we all remember stuff back as a kid, you know? But oh, the real reason you self hundred percent Mark that is exactly spot on. We all have moments as a kid where I remember that joy. I remember that spurring me to actually be a better person to achieve you know, a little bit more of a of out of my life. Anyway, Mark, I won't cut you off. What else did you want to say? Oh, the real reason New South Wales is doing it is they're going to put it into the seniors so they never lose state of origin again. <laughs> nice, nice comic ending. Alex in North Lake, welcome to you, Alex. G'day, Blaine. My experiences with um, kids' sport is junior basketball. My kids played under nine. And playing in the nines, the only concession they got was that they were free to bring the ball up in the backcourt to the front court, But the opposition would line up across the centre line and just pinch the ball off them as soon as they tried to get across the, from the backcourt into the front court. But they, they had a lot of non-scoring games. But um, the challenge was to get it past halfway. And then the challenge was to actually score. And the, the joy that was experienced by the team when they actually scored baskets was unbelievable. Yeah, and I get that sometimes, um, you know, with, with some particular leagues and some scoring in sport that you might turn the scoreboard off. Okay, uh, you're now 40 points up in a game of basketball. We'll turn the scoreboard off for the last 10 minutes and just play and have some fun here. We know you've won the game, so we put you down. Once you hit that 40-point marker, uh, you know, if you get 10 goals up in a game of soccer, okay, you've won 10-0 um, for the last eight minutes of this game. Uh, we're not going to count anything further going forward. We're just going to have some fun. I get... There's different ways of doing it as well, but the not having finals things thing for 12 and under, I think that's going a bit too far for me. And the non-scoring part of junior sport was something when they brought that into a number of leagues decades ago, I was also not on the same page with it. There are a number of psychologists and doctors that'll no doubt jump on this line, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, and tell me that it's right. But I, I presume there might be a psychologist out there that would also jump on the line, if you can, and tell us that you need to do you need to build some resilience in kids as well, and maybe winning and losing is not such a bad thing. Joe and Point Cook, your thoughts, Joe? 
you just took the words out of my mouth. So, um, junior sport, I played junior sport all my life, obviously, now playing at a senior level. And that's exactly right. Junior sport with scoring build resilience. It's not just in sporting aspects, but it's in day-to-day life. If 12-year-olds don't build the resilience, once they start high school and things don't go their way, they're not going to understand, and then it becomes a social difficulty as well. So to me, it's more about building that resilience. I understand you're going to win and lose, but it's not all about winning. It's not all about losing. It's understanding the entire process. And having a score check is understanding the process. You're going to have great wins and you're going to have great losses. But that's life, unfortunately, and we're all getting older. Joe, great to have you call. And there's one here on the text. If you're going to do this to junior sport, then great idea, extend it to exams. Um, no marking for exams. You just do your exam and you don't get told at the end of it whether you've passed or failed. Yeah, bring it in for maths, bring it in for English. Uh, yeah, if they're, they're happy enough to bring it in for sport, then you might as well bring it in for everything then if the psychologist is telling us that losing is detrimental to your mindset. Pete and Doreen, welcome to you, Pete. Yeah, g'day, mate. How are you? Good. That's the way. Um, yeah, I work in schools as well. I've got a company that works with kids about building resilience and all that sort of stuff as well, and you can take it from the sport. But you're right about the exams. Um, so a lot of kids I worked with last, last year failed year nine, and they wanted me to come to their graduation. Well, I'm not going to go to your graduation because you actually failed. But still, parents can say, still put my son up. Um, so it, is, it turns into that social aspect as well. But then let's take it to the seniors at the moment now with, with Cricket Australia and AFL. Oh, no, no, I'm not happy with that. I'm going to take it upstairs and, and you know, put the T-signal up and, you know, I'm not out. I want another go. So it's mm-hmm. going all the way through the adult system as well. Um, by God, let the umpire make a decision. He's human. Yeah, he makes a, makes a wrong call. But take it on the chin. I remember playing junior cricket. I made 50. Oh, you've got to go out now because you can't make any more than 50. Mm. Um, and the mercy rule in junior football someone gets 10 goals in front, they get the ball at the halfway line and they start... It's just it's too PC, it's reverse PC, and um, it's scary where it's going for the kids. Really Pete, is. great to have a teacher's perspective. Daniel and Lang Warren, welcome to you, Daniel. Yes, thanks, mate. Yeah, mate, it's, I think it's ridiculous. Like, it's really upsetting. It's, it's getting out of hand, mate. I'm, I'm all for every call and, and the tone and, and, the, and the way they get clock. Not a fan of it. I've been on the back of both, junior footy, success, premierships, and also smack from Phil at a post, and, and also coaching too. That's my most recent experience. And I, I remember my teammate, we won two games in two years, 150-point average losing, and the, and the two wins came in the first year. So I, I took a different aspect to it. I built relationships. We had fun. We had different KPIs. There's, all, there's ways around it. You, you keep the score. If they lose, they win. It, it's not the end of the, you know, it's not the end of the day, especially if they lose and lose by a lot, mate. We... It does build a lot of character. Uh, it helps build relationships too, and I'm really big on that. And um, I think you can gain so much more by having everything in front of their eyes and everything they need to throughout their whole careers of sport and give them a full understanding of, you know, of what, what's, what's to come next. Yeah, I agree with you on the different KPIs idea as well, Daniel. You can, get, you can lose every week, but you can have different KPIs for your team to be able to have achieved something, even if you've beaten, you know, 20 goals to nil. There is still an opportunity if you're a good coach, a good teacher coach, that you can actually teach that into your kids. Okay, what's our KPIs? We actually did have a win in this area today. You know, Joseph scored a goal today. We haven't scored a goal for three weeks, but Joseph scored a goal today because we did this right. So there's opportunities there. Hold the line. We've got a Signet Boost Power Bank for you. We've got a heap of stuff to give away today. 
A Signet Boost Power Bank will come your way. It's valid at $44.95. Signet Boost Power Banks will keep your phone, tablet and earbuds powered 24-7. Keep your calls coming through. Keep your texts coming through. It's Midday Madness for Work Locker, Karen Downs and Packenham. Work where for wherever you work. We're talking about the new league rule that a lot of the leagues, most of the leagues are bringing into play in Rugby League in New South Wales this year that we're not only not keeping score for junior sport, but we're not actually going to have finals in junior sport because we don't want a situation where kids win and lose at the end of the season. And I'll read you a bit of one story, and there's been a lot of stories written about this. Uh, one of the biggest rugby league districts has flatly rejected the NRL's proposal, proposed revamp at grassroots level with MacArthur exploring their legal options as they prepare for a showdown with the game's governing body. Um, MacArthur is the first association to stand against the NRL's policy but now face the very real spot prospect of running an unsanctioned competition. So, uh, um, yeah, we, the, uh, oh, the spokesperson says, we intend to have our under-9s play grand finals. So there's one league that is rebelling against it. Quite a few texts coming through. Dwayne, can we get a psychologist on for a balanced perspective? Cheers, Jasper. That would be nice if you are. A psychologist out there won. I lost seven grand finals in a row before I finally got one win. And it was probably the best thing that could happen to help build my resilience with bad times. Helped me through being a Carlton supporter for 25 plus years. You do need resilience if you're going to be a sports player and a barracker as an adult. Um, Pipe, uh, any chance you can get someone on to explain the reasoning with the no score, no finals decision. Cheers. Murray, thanks for your uh, text as well. Hey, Russell, there are winners and losers throughout life. Shielding kids will only delay experiencing disappointment and underprepare them for life. Stupid idea. Uh, this is, we've had a, a thousand texts probably come through. Uh, one on the contrary, yes, but some kids give up after being regularly flogged. And that is what's happening in New South Wales at the moment. You get the really strong clubs, the really strong teams in the league, and those teams win every week, and you get the other teams in that competition who are flogged every week. And they're trying to guard against having this top three or four syndrome where the top three or four just dominate every year and parents take their kids to the top three or four teams every year because they want them to be in the winning team. And the losing teams don't get any good players and lose every week. Uh, Ben in Bentley, before we take a break, thanks for your call. Ben, thanks for jumping on the line. Hey, Dwayne, how are we? Good. Just want to, I just, I've just jumped on uh, the radio this morning just to hear what you're talking about, and I can't believe what I'm hearing. To um, remove scores um, and remove finals, um, I'm a teacher as well, um, and I've seen firsthand what modifying a few little changes in just a little game um, of dodgeball has, has done to kids um, in terms of their attitude for winning and losing. They just do not know how to accept um, losses anymore. And removing this will only just disadvantage or less uh, make them more be able to deal with conflict in life. Um, and I just can't believe that we're still we're trying to, in life, there's only, there's winners and losers. There's no, like, you don't get a participation award for everyday life as an adult. And I think that's just, we're going down the wrong path, to be honest. Yeah, and Ben, as a teacher, my wife's a teacher, so and she's a junior primary teacher, and I've had these discussions as well. The the issue is also that at the at the base level of all of these things, it comes down to the teacher to teach it. I mean, teachers in this world, teachers in Australia, are the ones that 
They're the ones that have to teach resilience. They're the ones that have to teach the thought of what, how you handle winning and how you handle winning respectfully and with some dignity and with respect for those that have lost in the same game that you've been playing in. And also how to, you know, teachers have to teach it. Um, it's not just about the psychologists coming up with a really good idea. It's about who has to actually put this in place for the kids that they're bringing through in life. And the teachers are the ones at the base level that are always faced with it at the coalface. Great to have you called. David and Elston, before we take a break for news, you there, David? I'm here, Dwayne Pope. How are you today, mate? Yeah, good. Thanks for coming on. Now, um, I, won't, I won't get into, uh, into group sport because I was an individual athlete for many, many years. But um, one of the things I learned after 12 years of competitive sport is, as you said, the teacher or your coach is the one that should show resilience. And what I found is over many years of competing, if you lose, it should be turned around as a win because it gives you motivation to change your perspective and your attitude. So similar to if you go to a nightclub and try and attract a boyfriend or a girlfriend for the night and miss out, well, it doesn't mean you never go out to a bar again. You sort of try again and you show resilience and you, you give it another crack. And unfortunately, I feel, I feel that we have an attitude now. We're trying to give up. Once that you're on the downside, you just give up and walk away, which is the opposite of what a good coach or teacher should do. David, you're a Commonwealth Games medalist, uh, correct? That's correct, yes. And obviously in an individual sport as well, I mean, we can't, we can do it in, in team sport if you want to, but you can't actually stop kids from winning in individual sport, can you? You can't have a, a track race where you tell the kid you're going to have to pull up at the finish line and wait for everyone else to join you? True. So obviously team sports are different, but the, the, the actual uh, concept should be identical. If you lose, it's up to the coach to turn around or your trainer or whatever to turn around and say, well, look, losing is not bad. It just gives you motivation to improve next time. It's not, it's not something that you should be detracted from competing again, it's, it, whether it's a team sport or an individual sport. It's, it's, this is totally turned on its head. You should be the teachers slash coaches should motivate you to, you know, to, to improve next time rather than being uh, detracted from competing again. You should be motivated to compete again and improve and, uh, you know, rather than switching off to team sports saying, oh, you can't lose, you shouldn't do this. It's a, it's a very weak, weak attitude in my opinion. Appreciate your call. Uh, got a heap of calls on the line. Lockie Ash is also going to join us in the next half an hour from... The Giants, so looking forward to having a chat to Lockie as soon as he gets off the track. You're with Dwayne Tour, by the way. It's Midday Madness for Work Locker, Karen Downs and Packenham. Work where for wherever you work is news. Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops. Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Cassie and Keelor Reese, thanks for holding. Cassie, welcome to you. Oh, hi, Dwayne. How are you? Good, thanks. Good, sorry. I've got a little bit of a different take on this. I do agree that um, kids in sport do take notice of um, their scores regardless of what age. And I, and I sort of think that's just a small part of the bigger picture. I think if you're fortunate enough, fortunate enough to be a kid who's amazing at the sport, always in the top team, or if you've got a club that's got two, three, four, five teams, then you're in a pretty fortunate position that you're going to continue to play. But when you've got smaller clubs, or maybe you've got enough for one and a half teams, then 
what I have certainly seen is that the kids who aren't as good start then getting put off the field for half a match or they they don't get to bowl or they get to bowl one over or um, and then so those kids then start dropping out or and so I think it's actually quite coach driven um, my kids have been really fortunate to have some amazing coaches um, who've really bolstered them but it's, I, I think it really does, it's not about scoring in many ways. I think it's probably more looking at, you know, does the, do the Cricket Victoria or, you know, AFL or something have to actually put into, you know, if your club is this size and you're playing under 12s, under 10s, under 8s, this is the, you know, rotation. Every child should have a time. So whether it's your best kid and it's the final, if it's their time to have a quarter off, then they have a quarter off. And the coach should be thinking about rotating everyone, you know, fairly in that respect and getting the team together and going, actually, you know, we're all working together and the kids who maybe aren't as strong, encouraging them and really propelling them and saying, you're part of this team and not having the division of you're the best kids, we'll always put them on. Um, because we've got to win the final. And, and that's fair. You know, in under 8s, under 10s, under 12s, you've got... And again, they're volunteer coaches. And so, you know, are we putting too much on them? But I think that's where Cassie, you're spot on. That's exactly why they're doing it in, in New South Wales. Hold the line. We've got something for you. Your point's well made and you're spot on in many aspects of that. You've got a Brick Lane dining experience for two coming away, including a three-course meal and Brick Lane beers. Brick Lane One Love Pale Ale, the taste of summer. Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops. Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Had an enormous amount of text come through. Uh, one here, put simply, losing teaches kids how to win. It makes them understand that good things take hard work and commitment from Brad. Uh, long, some long texts as well. I won't read all of them and the full extent of all of them, but another one here, Pipe, just another part of this woke world we live in. What a joke. What next? Why play a team sport and not want to win? Yes, it's about the journey and having fun, but honestly, uh, I don't have one kid in my teens that don't ask me to score every quarter time. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, another Pete. Uh, howdy, Dwayne. Uh, great subject. Well, what a joke to remove scores. What's the world coming to? Kids 12 and under play PlayStation games, Xbox, so on. They lose and win, but they keep playing. What's the difference? J-Bob. Uh, losing makes winning so much sweeter. Uh, that's from Wiz. Uh, the problem with shielding children from winning and losing is it doesn't prepare them for the world when things are going or when you pass or fail, you don't get the job, etc. There's been an enormous amount of those come through as well. I appreciate how many people are taking the time to text on this subject 0433981116 Another one here, hi Dwayne, I agree it falls on the coaches, my eldest son has given up footy as the coach did not give him a decent run because it was all about winning a number of other kids are in the same boat which is sad and that is the fine line obviously and they need to be able to tread that professionally coaches, it's your job to make sure that all the kids in your team get a chance to enjoy their day of sport. Most parents don't want this, but the over-the-top over protective parents have more power and organisations are being backed into a corner to do what the minority wants. That's another text that's come through. Uh, it's a great idea. Maybe coaches will give all the kids a fair go 
rather than the chosen few they think will get them the win. Been a lot of those come through as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll continue to follow this in New South Wales to see where it gets to. Jack on the road. We're going to hear Jack as we head back to a few of your calls before Liam Duggan joins us. Hello, Jack. Thanks for holding. Yeah, no problems, Dwayne. Happy New Year to you and the, and the crew there. You're doing a great job. Um, Thank you. I'm just... I, I switched on, and I, I, I tell you what, I, I'm I living in Australia, um, the world of uh, sport, or in the great city of Melbourne. Dwayne, how can you get to the Olympic Games and want to strive for a gold medal in swimming, sport, athletics, whatever? How can you build character in a person from the age of 9 onwards, 10, 12, 13, 14, this is a total disgrace, and I'm sad to say that we will not win another gold medal at any Olympic Games. We will fall by the wayside. Other countries will take over the world of sport. Dwayne, we are living in a world of crazy, crazy people ruling these sorts of things. I played football. I played cricket. You mean to say, let's play cricket and not score? I mean, for goodness sake. It is ridiculous. I cannot believe what I'm hearing on the radio today from your viewers and anyone who says that sport doesn't build character and turns men and women into fantastic people professionally, athletically. Any game of sport is a tribute to winning and losing. You know, Dwayne, you gain more from losing in defeat than winning. It builds character. It builds the mind. How many people will end up in a mental institution because they can't cope with, as people said today, losing a job opportunity, losing when they grow up? They won't be able to cope with it. They won't be able to handle it. Psychologically, this is very, very wrong. Well, the psychologists in New South Wales are telling us the opposite, and the New South Wales leagues have jumped on it. Uh, no finals for kids 12 years of age and under if you're just joining the program for the first time in New South Wales Rugby League, except for one league that is going to challenge that ruling. Connor and Fitzroy, thanks, Jack, by the way. Appreciate your editorial as it was. Connor and Fitzroy, welcome to you, Connor. Hey, Dwayne. Good to hear your voice again. Um, it's an interesting one, like... From the perspective of a parent whose kid might not be as good at, at the sport and just playing it at an at at average level or below that, this this makes a bit of sense if, if that's the circumstance. Mm -hmm. So, from that perspective, um, you, you know you have you have your brackets. You have a, you have a scenario where, all right, in this situation, you got your A team and B B B team level. And at the B level, it, it's it's about a fair go. Uh, I think my view of it is that they should have... Um, I'm not necessarily all for this no finals and no scoring, but maybe a bit of education around, all right, we're going to... This is a, a fair go time, and this is about making sure everyone gets a go. Otherwise, the kids that dominate are just going to dominate all the time. And then it's not good for 75% um, of the team. Yeah, I agree with the, the idea of, you know, if you've made 50, uh, rather than you go on to try and make 150 and four guys in the batting order don't get a bat, then you have to retire at 50. That was in when I was playing uh, junior cricket, and I don't mind that at all. I think it's also not such a bad idea to stop scoring at a point in the game 
if your team, you know, if you're winning by 50 in a game of basketball and there's three minutes left, or just turn the clock off. Okay, you've won the game. You've won it by 50. That's the maximum you can win any game by. But for the next three minutes, we're just going to have some fun. And, you know, you can let the kids just have some fun and play at that stage. There's got to be methods to actually get a fair go for all kids, but also still have scores and finals, I think. But Laura Mill Park, you there, Laura? Thanks for holding. Hey, Dwayne. Um, yeah, I think, I just want to say, like, I don't think it's necessarily up to the coaches and the teachers to, um, you know, to teach kids resilience. As a mum, it's something we've done always, and there's been plenty of it displayed in our house with my husband being a hmm. saint supporter and me being a son supporter. Um, and one of my kids always crying because the sun's blues, but we teach her that, look, it doesn't matter. What matter is that they tried. And we teach our kids whenever they do anything, especially if it's like Monopoly or playing a game, that you're not always going to win. It's about you trying and it's okay to lose. Just be honest. Just give it your all. And you're never always going to win anything. Um, you know, unless you're an absolute superstar like Doc, um, Novak Djokovic or something. Mm. But even then, he doesn't win everything. He still loses. Yeah. Yeah, and I just think it's so important that kids learn that. And, like, I can't believe that they would take away finals because that's the other thing for me is I want my kids to work towards something, you know. So to kind of think, oh, look, every little bit of effort you put in might get you a step closer to a final or grand final. That's another thing we teach them, you know. And I think it's so important for kids because it not only sets them up, as other callers have said, you know, for sport, but for life in general. You know that you've got to work mm. hard if you want anything important. Laura, I appreciate your call, and you've probably touched on another point. There is causes or cases, I think, with every parent. Well, you tell me, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. you do occasionally let your kids win. I mean, if you're playing, regardless of what the game is, there's a level of age where your kid is at where you do let them have a win. I mean, you, you can't just, well, am I wrong in that? I mean, I've let my kids win stuff. They don't know that we've let them win, but you've got to have let them have a win every now and then. Otherwise, why would they want to come back? So there is a level of that, obviously, at junior sport level, at local club level as well. 0433981116, if you've got a thought on that, if you're a parent out there and you've never done it, but surely you have. Mark in Lewiston, welcome to you, Mark. Uh, hello, Wayne. Great topic. Um, my personal view is... Um this is just another one of those steps that create weak men and weak women and not strong-minded people. And there's so many other factors like this in society that's happening. Um, these groups are just breaking down the strength and the resilience of people. But anyway, um, I, I, back in 2002 and three, my wife and I, I was a coach and my wife was a team manager out here at uh, Two Worlds, um, I, we had a spreadsheet for all the three age groups of players. The ones that were stepping up to the next year of footy, uh, like the under-17s, they, they had every game, every quarter. The ones that were two years away from that had half a game. And the, other, the next group down with the beginners, they had one quarter. And we had this rotating. We had about 37 players. Everyone got a fair go. Everyone got a... A game. The games were winning by, you know, five, eight goals, ten goals. The forwards became the backs, and the backs became the forwards. And we just, we we kept them engaged. We made them feel valuable, important, and part of the team. That's how you do it. 
Appreciate your call, Mark. Uh, thanks for giving us a call from Lewiston, Two Worlds area. Colleen in Connawarri before we take a break and have a chat to Liam Duggan. Welcome to you, Colleen. Thanks for jumping on the line. Thanks, Wayne. Thanks for having me. I just wanted to make the point, I've got two sons and a daughter. My two sons played junior football. One went through undefeated for two or three seasons and one played in a team that never won a game. And the, the son that never won a game is a much better sports person because the, the son didn't appreciate winning every game. You know, they just, because they were so superior, yet the, the one in the team that was so useless, <laughs> um, they, he became a much better sports person, not, not in ability-wise, but being able to tolerate speed and, and winning. When my son played in and happened to lose things, because, so I just find that sometimes... By being defeated all the time, you're really trying to improve yourself so much better. Some practical experience from another mum, Colleen. Great to have your contribution. Hold the line. We've got something for you as well. You can either have a Dwayne's or a T-shirt sent out to you in Connawarri, or you can grab yourself three tickets to the Beer Fest at Katani Gardens at St Kilda on Saturday 24th of Feb. Get your tickets now at au. Uh, hold the line, and we'll get one of those to you. It's your choice. Back after the break, uh, Liam Duggan is going to join us from the West Coast. It's Harley Reid mania in WA. It's getting it. Well, one here. Dwayne, today's West Australian runs a headline, working hard or Harley working following last night's intra-club hit out. It's been a total sideshow and over-the-top focus since the kid hit Perth. My people tell me Harley is simply having a light week as last week's his kilometres were big, as was his output. In the inter-club, uh, they had. What a toxic place to work. Don't be surprised if this becomes another Jason Horn francis situation and a move to Victoria is sought. Who'd want to work in that environment? That's from Chris. Well, Liam Duggan's going to tell us about Harley Mania after the break. Great to have your company on Dwayne's Well.